Hello. I'm trying to get my wife out of the room. She's not leaving. Mm. Hi, Tina. How are you? She can't hear you. Oh, tell Tina I said hi. Do it in the voice. Do it like how I said it. She didn't, she didn't close the door the right way. Use intercom. Speak over Second intercom. Attempt. Speak mm. over intercom. Do it. <laughs> I can't. I don't do that. I've go, to home. Go, go to home. Oh, come on. Come on. This is, it's only going to take a minute. All right. All right. Now. Okay. Um, and then look at the little wavelength upper right. And be ready because it starts fast. All right. What am I supposed to say? <clears throat> say it like this. <clears throat> hi, Tina. Merlin says hi, Tina. Oh, well, now I'm annoying everybody in the house with the intercom thing. I don't hear anything. It, no, just, it's too far away. The really... door is closed. We're in, I'm in the, the, what do you call it? The room of isolation, whatever. Okay. Here we are. Could you, could you use uh, uh, an Amazon device? Hmm. Add me, to, add me to your household. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to go that far. Well, you can, you can take me off later. I'll be bummed. Uh -huh, I'll know, uh -huh. I'll know if you take me off. Speaking of that, oh, this is a, this is a, a quick sidetrack. Yeah. Um, I learned recently from one of your other podcasts, maybe not that recently, maybe a month ago, that you had READ receipts turned on right. in the iMessage application. And first of all, I learned how everyone uh, pronounces that word that I spelled. But second, I learned that you... They, they pronounce it like the way you'd rhyme it with what a ninja breathes through underwater. A straw? <laughs> I know. That's a piece of Bucatini. Um, Let's just stop here. It's already a classic. Just stop now. <laughs> okay, here's here's three ads and we're done. <laughs> the stippler? <laughs> still, Dawn. still still a Dawn favorite. Not. Dawn not. Dawn. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, yeah. Red receipts or read receipts, which is which you didn't seem to I don't know if you knew what they were or you weren't you didn't think it was a big deal, but it, it is a big deal. And i I think you were it was on Due by Friday you were talking with Alex about this. It was definitely on Due by Friday. Ugh. And they were saying how they were shocked that this was a setting that you had. That's like that's like enabled. saying like how could you keep your radio station tuned to Q one oh five? It's like, well, if I have, I don't know that. I don't really listen to the radio mm -hmm. that much. Is it the default though? Like if if all radios, I haven't came. changed anything. It doesn't mean anything unless mm. it does. Maybe this is a little bit like, you know, as you, as you know, you are one of the very few people with whom I feel comfortable typing like a person when we text. So we t we text a lot. I think next to my family and possibly Alexandra, I text with you more than almost anybody, and it's a joy of my life. Um, but. Uh, I, I, and then of course I learned you're not supposed to use punctuation because that makes you seem angry. So maybe it's a thing like that where now I just need to be schooled about that read receipts exist, what they are mm -hmm. and what it means that I do or don't know that I do or don't have it on. But I did not, I, I return null, as you say, I, I don't, but, I don't even know what I was doing right or wrong or not at all. But I think that already happened. So my questions are first, like, is that the default? I don't think it's the default that read or read receipts are turned on. So I think you, just, you buy a new iPhone out of the box and you've never had one before. I don't think they're turned on by default. So you must have turned them on at some point, maybe not knowing what they are. Where, so where do I go for that? The settings? You didn't mess with it on the, on the show? Let me see. Um, uh, yeah, I settings. mean, I, tur I turned it off. I think I turned it off somewhere because it was making Alex anxious. Yes, because it makes everyone anxious. What? what okay, tell, okay, John, I, and I know this, but some of our listeners may not know. Uh, what's a red receipt? All right. Well, I guess no one is doing their job to. So oh wait, is here like it a, is. Here it is. Never mind. I'm sorry. Under messages, under settings, 
greater than messages, it says send read receipts. When this is on, people are notified when you have read their messages. This enables read receipts for all conversations. Are you are you bouncing back and forth gif gif style on the pronunciation of this feature or what? Sh- shall I turn that off? Are you it's still on on your phone? It's green. I mean, so so I like the fact that there's tiny low contrast text below this feature explaining what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the explanation is clear. But mm-hmm. what's not clear is the cultural context of the feature. So, I mean, does it, it, it think I'm spying on people? Like, what is it? Or, or, oh, is it like, is it like leaving somebody on red? Is that, is that what the, is that what the no. youth say? You left me on red or when you get doopy 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 three, three bubbles? So, so you do, based on the explanation you just read, do you understand how this feature works? When this is on, people are notified. When you have read their messages, this enables receipts <laughs> for all conversations. So if I turn that off, then my, my understanding is if I'm reading this correctly, I'm not a philosophy major, although I thought about it. Mm-hmm. When, so then when this is off, people are not notified when you have read their messages. So, exactly. so the notion here is we don't want people to know if I've read their message exactly and so here's here's the the, here's the social contract of uh instant messaging as it was known back john something i I learned two things from the people's court because it's always two things with me one is i learned what a bailment is so Mm -hmm. when you when you when they park your car and it says right on there, this does not create a bailment okay I, i don't really know what that means but now i know the word the other thing i learned is that a contract is a meeting of the minds it's a contract a meeting Mm -hmm. of the minds i met no minds social contract continue Social contracts are different. You just have to be part of society. Anyway, I'm not that social, social contract of, uh, of instant messaging is that it is a semi-real-time, but also semi-asynchronous communication. Used so to be. You, used to be. Used to be. Can, Expectations have changed. So you can go back and forth in real time with somebody over instant message or SMS or whatever, as we all know. But also, there is an understanding that, like email or other completely asynchronous messages, you can just send one, send someone a text or a message, and you may not know whether they're around, awake, by their phone, in a place oh. or a time when they can respond. And you're like, oh, they'll see it later. When if they, they get when a they... read receipt immediately, they might think I'm ignoring them on purpose. Right. So, well, the, or, or, the or social... deliberately doing that passive aggressive thing where I, I let them assume that they're in trouble. Yeah. So the social contract is you send the message out into the void and you're not supposed to make any judgments about the speed with which you get a reply. I think that's entirely reasonable. For all you know, that person's, uh, uh, you know, in the bathroom. That person is being rushed to the hospital. That person is asleep. That person is in an important work meeting. That person is sitting down to dinner. You don't know what's going on. So you just say, I send the message out and I don't have to fret about, uh, whether they're ignoring me or I thought I would have got a reply sooner or whatever. And that... so I leave that person, the implication is I leave that person to wonder things like the, the, the thoughts. Now the thoughts get to race in their head where they say, did I, did I offend this person? Are they, are they mad at me? Um, did, you know, did I say something stupid? Is that the idea? Well, I, I'm giving you the non-red receipts version of it, which is that you can't have any of those questions because you understand that once you send the message, you have no idea what's happening on the other end of the message. So you have mm. no expectation that you're going to get a, a reply sooner or later. All right. Now we throw red receipts or read receipts into the equation. Suddenly, now you have an extra piece of information because if you don't see the little receipt that says Merlin read your message, you know that Merlin hasn't read your message yet. And that Fine. shows up at the bottom. 
it shows like under the message that you sent to okay. the person. Okay, I'm, right? I'm send, but, send, send me a message. But the second that little receipt appears, it says, oh, Merlin read your message. Mm-hmm. Now, every expectation you could possibly have was like, I know he read it because I, I just got the receipt. So now the clock is ticking. Now, if he doesn't reply immediately, did I say something wrong? Is he annoyed at me? Is he it's, angry It's a microaggression, yeah. Right, and so you have no, now like, you're like, oh my God, okay, he read it, but he didn't say anything back, which is so much worse than just having no idea whether you read it or not. So the hmm. information vacuum that the lack of read receipts provides is important is an important part of the social contract. And as soon as you take that away, it becomes incredibly fraught, which okay. is why most people are, A, terrified to turn on red receipts because people enjoy the idea that they can read a message and say, oh, there's no way I have the bandwidth to deal with that right now. I'll answer it later tonight, knowing full well that the person on the other end has no idea that they just saw that message and decided to push them off, right? Mm-hmm. That's what people oh, crave about instant messaging. But you take that away if you enable red receipts. I didn't know I was doing that. I didn't know I was doing that to people. And I see here, the last thing I sent to Alexander, oh, geez, audio message. Ugh. Okay. Um, uh, I said, oh, man, exclamation point. And then under that, it says delivered. So that means that's, that's, what, that's, that's, so that, no, that's, see not, what, that's not a red receipt here. I'll, I will, okay. I will show my, you what my, red One receipts. of my daughters says deliver. One, two, Paul Saborn says delivered. All right, now, the, the deliver just means it, it arrived on their computer, but you have no idea where they are. I'm going to turn red receipts on. I think he I'm, I'm I mean, turning them on he's... briefly. Okay. You send me a message now. I'm, my phone is, is on the home screen, but you send me a message right now. All right, I'm, I'm going there. I'm clicking. I'm going to here. Where's John? There you are. I'm use, I use that, um, that image of you as a cutout doll. I, I use sure. your head from that. Who, what's the guy's name? Uh, Phil Galletley, I want to say. Sounds good. Remember close. that guy? He made a paper doll of you? He sure did. Okay, I have sent it, and it says, it doesn't say anything, delivered. Right, so now my phone is off, and it's sitting down on the, on the desk here. I have yeah. not read your message, but I just turned on read receipts, right? So now, okay. if, you know, you're sitting there, it says delivered, right? Yes. It doesn't say anything else. Now I'm going to unlock my you're gonna phone. You're going to read it. Okay. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to tap into messages. Now what oh, it, it, say it says? It says, read, let read Hastings, read uh, uh, 1840. Okay, I see. See where okay. I just, and you know that I just read the message. Now let's say, oh, I can't, I can't deal with Merlin right now. I'm going to go back to what I was doing. I turned it off. Now you just got to stare at that thing that you say, you know that I read the message, but I didn't reply. So now what does that mean? Okay. All right. I'll turn it off. Um, so yes, it's, it's terrifying for people to, it's mostly terrifying for people to think they have read receipts turn on. In fact, a terrible thing to do to somebody would be to take their phone and secretly turn on read receipts and not tell them. And then everyone in their life will hate them after about a week. Well, that's and not very nice. Why. If that's not what they're expecting, that's not a nice thing to do to their right. phone. That's like giving Mike Montero your phone. Don't do it. And so you've had these on for who knows how long and who yeah. knows how many people are, are angry at you because of it. Well, probably all of them if, if past this prologue. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I flipped, I flipped it off. So... You know, is there anything like this I should know about? Well, also, while, while we're on this, though, um, it seems like there's another way, um, the, the uh, thing that might be useful, which is, did they respond to it? You know? So, you know, really, it's, if they didn't respond, then they didn't respond, and that's what it is, as they say. You know, it's like Robert De Niro says, this is this. Uh, yeah, on the, on the sending send, people like to believe that the response that they got they got the moment the person read it. Even we all, even though we all know that's not actually true, it makes us all feel better to think that. To that's think psychotic, that the, John. But that's that's the way the world works. I'm telling well, you that, that technically makes me psychotic. Now I'm I'm Eddie Albert in Green Acres. I'm I'm the sane sane man in an insane world. I'm an audience proxy. 
Well, I mean, I don't how long you how long have you had these on? Have you had them on since two thousand seven? I mean, I don't even know how long this has been happening. I don't when know did you long... stop beating your wife? What, what, what kind of question is that? I, I didn't. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I might have. I might have been looking at some kind of you know Apple Insider article and done it in like nineteen forty five. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't. They should. You know what? Instead of that tiny low con contrast text, they should say uh, uh, caution. Young people will be sad if you hit this. Everybody. everybody You'd have to wordsmith that. Everybody, everybody will be angry, secretly angry at you is what will happen. Secretly angry. I mean, except for me, because if I think about it, I, I must realize that you've had these receipts on because I know when you read my messages. But like, as you said, we, we have a texting relationship that's not based on the, the fear that the other person is going to be mad because you added an exclamation point or didn't add an exclamation point. I think it might, be, it, it might be, it might, it might be one of the healthiest parts well we have several healthy parts of our relationship i don't i don't generally tend to explore those are not publicly. the healthiest part but yeah i never want to hear that word again you almost <laughs> lost us a major award and and here here's the thing though okay so never mind okay i i don't i don't know i don't know what i was doing wrong i owe everyone an amends i'm sorry i i won't i won't but we we fixed it now. We've 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 made we've now solved we have, the problem. But who who knows how many people I've alienated with well, this? Well, you know the 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 best day to turn off red receipts is two thousand seven. Second best day is today. Yeah, Facebook. Am I right now? Mm-hmm. Now, okay. Here's the other thing, though. Is um, I'm not sure what the other thing is. I um, I uh, you said something. I, I'm not gonna say I'm pushing back against this, but we said something. Blah blah blah. Something something. You know, aim aim aim. And like, like get me. into huh? Sounds like me. Go on. Uh, you do that. What? I love that you've gotten bad at muting. It's made the show so much more fun. Um, that um, but you know, uh, what was my point? My 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 point was that you know sometimes you get on a little jag with somebody, and then back in the days of AIM, this is where you get your BRB. And I do actually like like the lady on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I do occasionally now say out loud the three syllables BRB, which is super annoying for a fifty four year old man to do. But I do just want uh-huh. to say BRB. And because that's just, you know, it works for me um, in an informal situation. I wouldn't do that in like a courtroom probably, but like that works for me. But um, I do think like it used to be very informal where it became like, you know, you remember hearing those stories about how 37 signals, everybody sits around with Skype open all day long and just like hangs out or whatever. And it's the same kind of just understood. But like I realized it's complicated and difficult when you don't know why somebody's not doing something. Right. I mean, we see this on the internet every day. People are constantly asking one another why they're not doing something. And in this case, that's an understandable personal thing, which is like, I, are you, you know, Im- implied is my, my wondering, are you ignoring me? But when you say stuff like, well, it's this, I forget the phrase you use, but like that versus other forms of communication, texting is a way, you know, nearly real time, DDD. I mean, I think texting in some ways, I'm not going to say it's the new email, but it's not that far off in the sense that like so much stuff that I would kind of just prefer be dropped into an email message. Well, I prefer you not talk to me at all, but if you are going to talk to me, like, do you, do you need me to stop what I'm doing right now? Because as I, as I stipulated mainly on do by Friday, I don't know why this happens. It might just be uh, availability heuristic, but like, it does feel like at some point in the early evening, East coast time, afternoon, my time, suddenly like everybody's getting very social and like wants to wants to have some some interaction, and frequently that's a time when I'm like I'm trying to you know finish what I'm doing here. I'm finishing things. Maybe I'm making dinner. Back when I used to go places, it might be where I'm crossing the street with my kid, and like I, I would just feel sort of like overwhelmed with all of those things. And I don't want those people to think I'm ignoring them, but like I also don't want to be that that guy 
who's always like, oh, I've received your message, but I won't be able to BBB right now. I, it's just the expectations around this stuff are bananas. I mean, I think you're doing it right. And I think I think this is exactly the feature of texting that that people enjoy. Um, to give a reverse example, very often during the production of rec diffs at, at a certain day and time of day when you're doing uh, the show descriptions and title, and we're talking about titles, right? And you uh, message me or either message me with uh, iMessage or you talk to me Rarely. in Slack about those things. I'm usually on Slack and I say at Syracuse, titles, mm -hmm. titles and description. And right. that, that, that process continues to mature in a way I think is satisfying. And I think I think Slack is very similar to instant message in this way. I don't even know if there are red receipts in Slack. Um, God, I hope not. Um, but the thing is, that time and that day, I'm almost always like in the middle of making dinner or like in the old times driving well, somebody ATP, somewhere. I frequently would run up against you. Like I forget you're recording ATP, right. and I don't want you to think that. I mean, like I'm not sure it's my obligation to know what your podcast schedule is, but I don't want you to think I'm frustrated right. that but, you're not responding. But the, but the beauty of the the messages is. When you chuck that message over the wall, you have no idea what I'm doing. There's no specific expectation that I'm doing That's any particular beauty. thing. The whole point mm. is, as soon as as soon as the thing is ready, as soon as you have a description for me to look at or have a bunch of that, then you send the message, and then your obligation is done. And then, as soon as I can get to it, whenever that may be, I get to it. And you don't have to spend your time worrying. Oh, I see that John read it, but he hasn't responded yet. Is mm. he ever going to respond? Is I he, has he just about forgotten you? about it? Anything like that? As far as you know, the mm. second I respond is the first time I saw that message. And sometimes that's true no. and sometimes it's not. But no. either way, you You've don't have it. to worry about it. it. You've seen it, but I don't care. I'm, I'm a grown man. Why would is, that bother me? You don't know when I've seen it. And the whole thing I know. Is I don't have, I know to, I don't have to care when I've seen it. I can just, I only know when I'm going to be able to get to it and I get to it when I get to it. And that is what everyone loves about instant messaging. The things you choose to defend in this world are so odd to me. It's not defending, it's explaining. At least it's for, kind of, from it's my kind perspective, of this, is, this is one of the things that, that everyone enjoys about semi-asynchronous messaging where mm -hmm. you don't have to worry. And the same thing you just talked about where you don't have to have a, a salutation and a sign-off, right? It's not like CB radio or, an, or a formal business letter. Oh, I would, I would really enjoy that. I, I would enjoy I, I like using radio terms. I'd also like to do that thing that they do in movies where, where like your unit, your like squad is moving around and the head guy does stuff with his hands. Yeah. I studied that a little bit, and I'm thinking it's something I, we should do that as a challenge for the show. I would like to get real good in understanding when I make the fist like this. Mm -hmm. I think that means mm -hmm. stop, mm -hmm. and then I'm yeah. going to point at my eyes like mm -hmm. this, right? And then I go, I point over here like Flat that, palm and down, with and move in a circle. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Jenkinson Kowalski, you know, you're going to go starboard. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I still need to learn a lot about this. Okay, well, now here's a good one. You know, it's a really good one in radio language, and one of the radios language is um, you, you know about the distinction between uh, repeat versus say again or go again? I do not. This is a really good one. And especially, so like when you're doing, um, uh, you know, war stuff or battle stuff, and like, let's say you're the, I don't know the name for this, but the spotter, the person who's up front, hopefully hidden away with the binoculars. You're, you're the guy up in the tree or gal or, you know, and you get the binoculars and you're on the radio with the person who's shooting the big artillery guns. And I forget what the term is. It might just be, you know, fire or fire when ready or whatever you shoot. And then if you didn't understand what that person said and you say, um, uh, repeat, uh, 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 uh. repeat is a term of art. Repeat means fire again at the same location. You want to say, say again. And that is actually a phrase. I don't know if you've ever heard me use that. That is a phrase that I use because I think it's a good bit 
of disambiguation. Say, say again. I remember uh, speaking of repeat. Kind of one time I was eating dinner over my friend's house when I was like 12 or something. And they were having something for dinner that had bell peppers in it. His mother asked me if bell peppers repeated on me. <laughs> and I, what I should have said is say again. Because I had no idea what she was talking about. Sure. I, had I had never heard that phrase before. I asked her to clarify and I said, no, they don't make me fart. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wait, or burp. wait, wait. Okay. So I'm confused. So, so you did understand it to mean, do these, do these make you? No, I didn't. I had to have her explain it. Oh, I see. That's awkward at dinner, huh? Well, you know, it's kind of, she's the one who brought it up. Nah, I don't care. I'm, I'm 12 years old. I don't worry about talking about burps and farts. No problem. Sure. Br bring it on. Live. Mm. I'm on the uh, internet uh, science page. Uh, for procedure word, which is a mm -hmm. really good page. Um, this is section one, the most important procedure words. This is, right? And like this is where you say, like, you know, this is uh, uh, Galactica actual. Mm -hmm. that, now that's another one we should talk about. Actual is really great. That's a really good one. Actual is great because, you know, it's a Dama actual or like mm -hmm. a, a Galactica actual or whatever, well, which means like it. you're talking to the actual captain, right? Rather than the person that I've charged, I say, you know, you got the comm, I'm going to go off and take a dump, right? Kirk, Kirk, Kirk's got to go drop a deuce. And so he's going to hand that off to Sulu, probably. This is over. Okay, over means this is the end of my transmission and response is necessary, right? That's so important. Out means this is the end of my transmission. Roger means I have received your last transmission satisfactorily. Um, let's see, Wilco. Wilco is great. Under, I understand and will comply. Now, short I love for, this. Short for will comply, yeah. Well, how often have you talked to a nerd and you know they're a nerd because you say, uh, have, we, have we deployed uh, this from, um, you know, staging to production? Or th this, has this, this has this, this has been, they're saying, this has been deployed from the, and they say, accurate or correct. I really like that because I think yes does mean something slightly different. Yes means I agree with you. Accurate or correct, which is very nerdy, means what you just said is factually accurate. I love that one. Say again it means uh, I have not understood your message. Please say again. Versus, where's repeat? Repeat standard. This has really gotten boring. All after all, before, wait, over, wait, out. Now, what about 10 codes? Should we start using 10 codes? What are those? Uh, 10 4. You, like, you ever, you ever uh, been on a walk? They call it a walkie. Uh, you say, What's yeah. your 20? What's your 20? And what's your mm -hmm. 20 means, Where are you? Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's your 10 20. I feel like you can't mix and match these too much. You don't. Okay. What about a bear in the air? Would you ever say that? If you knew that there was a police officer in a helicopter nearby, it doesn't have to be a police officer, but some kind of law enforcement executive branch authority was in a helicopter, would you say there's a bear in the air? I would not say that. Is that a 70s thing? Uh, yeah. You never had a CB radio book? No. Oh, God, it's all I wanted. I wanted it so much. I wanted, I wanted so much to have access to a CB. I, I saw that on TV and in movies of the 70s, but I never actually had one. Have, have you ever seen um, 11 long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus? You ever seen that? Nope. Okay. Oh, pan pan. I love pan pan. <laughs> pan pan. Pan yeah. pan. Meaning I, my vessel or a person aboard requires assistance, but is not in distress. Different from Mayday. Pan pan. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to start using that with you because there are times where my life is not endangered, but you don't know where this is going. I'm going to say pan pan. <laughs> That's adorable. Pan pan. I just love that pan pan. <laughs> Little dog snowy. <laughs> Securite. I have important Meteorologic, <laughs> S, so S is accent to goo. 
uh, security. That's, that sounds like a rap thing. Yeah. Uh, it's an it's a official safety voice call. I have important meteorological, navigational, or safety information to pass on. Now, speaking of all of this, because we still have some follow-up to do. Speaking of all of this, in the message I sent you for which I received your read receipt, I did send you an updated version of my gist that contains all of my bios locations and URLs um, for Twitter. Because I, you know what? I kind of wish we got back to away messages. I like away messages. I also like the bio as a way for me to express my flair. I, I enjoy that very much. Yours is always the same. Yours is always like, look at me, I'm a big shot. Like, uh, I podcast. I, know, I podcast a, and develop. My second, I, my second podcast is the one I'm on with Merlin. Uh, I find it so onerous to write those type of things. And it's like, once I feel my like list. I've... Use my list. Once I, but, but you're doing it in a fun way where you're not actually explaining oh, anything. Oh, really? Come on. Yeah. And I want people to actually look at my bio and learn something I'm a retired investor living on a pension. That's right. If you wrote that in there, you people would that. just read it and believe it because they don't understand that it's a thing. This is not a poncho library. And you'd have to, you have to do that. Can you do the hitch? Oh, wait, for whom? Oh, oh, an entire oh, 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 living oh, oh. on a pension. Oh, oh, well, it's more of the... Was it, I'm trying no, to do it. No, it's like a Swahili. Oh, that's problematic. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, pretty good. And I never, you know what? I never said anything because it was about business. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I you sound like a droid. <laughs> they, should, they should can that. Can that um, stuff. Let's see. They crowded up to Lennon with their noses worn off. That's a line from a song. I have a lot of these. My latest one is a Steely Dan lyric. I like a Steely Dan lyric. Um, and then what was my other point? Save it for the show. Richmond on 12. Oh, this is a good one. Now Somerset's climbing on the furniture. That's from the movie Seven. That's really good. And then my one from today, we're going to break out the hats and hooters when Josie comes home. That's a very good one. Shipley Steakhouse is unmatched in its cuisine and ambience. Daddy like a pretty baby. Now I'm sick off your mud pie. These are all very good. Did you ever watch The Boys? Don't you ever besmirch Billy Joel? Have you watched The Boys? I have. Okay. It's pretty much taken over the house. That that Numbrella Academy are, you know. I, and I agree that Billy Joel should not be, should not oh, here's be besmirched. Another, here's another good uh, Simon Pegg one. Ah, oh, and the spread. What a spread. Remember they come back from the funeral? Mm-hmm. Ah, the spread, what a spread. Oh, and here's a really good one. I was listening, I, I, you know, I, I like the shipping forecast. And my favorite one from August 11th, of, I'm not sure which year, but this guy with the Welsh accent says, now it's time for the shipping forecast. Brought to you by the Metropolitan Office of the BBC. There are warnings of gales in Trafalgar. That sounds like the beginning of such a good, I haven't used it much because I don't think people would recognize it. It's really obscure. There are warnings of gales in Trafalgar. Isn't that lovely? Speaking of bad accents, I need yes. to find the thing I sent to my wife, which is, who does this song? The Hot Girl song? What song is that? Yeah, it's Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this here is a The TikTok. woman from The Crown? The, doing The Crown? Yes, there you go. So, you've, so you've good. It. I have watched it over. and It's got to be up there. Well, of course, my biggest one of the year, my biggest TikTok of the year, of course, is the comedian with the Philadelphia accent, the woman doing, being the person answering the phone at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Have you seen mm-hmm. that one? That's a good one, yep. I'm just trying to match your energy. <laughs> do, you have, do you have the original TikTok? All I have is a tweet with the, with the crown person. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we'll find it. Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. I did not start a new draft. Put it in the thing. Okay, all right, all right. That's what I put in here. All right. Um, and wait, I had another thing, but it's not important. It was something to do a messages, Twitter. Uh, I don't remember. 
It's a good gist. It's a good gist. What else do I have in my uh, in my in my GitHub? I think I got some bad stuff in here. What do I have? Authenticator app. Yep. That. Oh, that's source code too, right? I got some stuff. I think. Where is my? You know, it doesn't matter. Do you you probably got a GitHub, don't you? Sure do. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, text expander. Oh, Quicks. That was really good. Quick cursor. Google Docs. CSS. HTML text. Oh God, the blueprint. Blueprint in the days before, like, um, what's it called shovel? Uh, what's what's the Twitter framework called? What's it called? Um, what's it called? The Twitter the, the, framework. The Twitter, the framework that Twitter made for shake and bake websites. You know what? It doesn't matter. Bootstrap. I, remember. I don't know what yeah, Twitter. Bootstrap. Made. Bootstrap. Right. Yeah, the, I used to use Blueprint. Blueprint. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash diffs. Make your next move with Squarespace because Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Whatever it is you want to make. Maybe you want to make an online store. Yep, they got that. Uh, You can create a portfolio or, or maybe a gallery. Yeah, yeah, it'll do that. Maybe you want to make a, an old-fashioned blog. You know, how nice it would be to see more blogs. Well, you can do that because it's Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform. lets you do whatever you need to do. There's nothing to install. No patches to worry about. And no upgrades are ever needed. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff because Squarespace has got it covered. They have award-winning 24 by 7 customer support if you ever need any help. And they let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name And all of those award-winning templates, they're beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. And they are really pretty. I I really like the way that you can like preview the way that things look. You can see what it it would look like on different uh, devices or dinguses. They make it so easy for you. I'm a huge fan of Squarespace. I've used them for years. Uh, My personal sites are on Squarespace. And to this day, I still find it such a joy to use. Um, It's difficult to describe. It's one of those things that you kind of got to use it to really appreciate it. But as somebody who used to toil in the minds of uh, webmastering, I'm very happy to be out of that business. I am very happy to have my friends at Squarespace take care of it for me. And you can do it too. Uh, their plans start at just $12 a month, which is hardly any money at all. But right now you can go and start a trial with no credit card required. All you have to do is go to squarespace.com diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code diffs to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain and you will show your support for Reconcilable Differences. Once again, you go to squarespace.com slash diffs and use that code D-I-F-F-S for 10% off your first purchase. Love Squarespace. So happy to have them as a sponsor. They really are the best. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. And we're back. John, we have, um, one, one doesn't say extensive, but we have some good follow-up. Uh, do you want to open? Sure. Uh, last episode. I see. I see something in here that made me oh, very happy, and I want to know more about this. Yeah. Tell me about that first item. <laughs> I mean, so, God, how? Did, I guess this was on topic. We we went off topic a little bit, and ended up talking about Paul McCartney Destiny songs somehow, inexplicably, with no preparation. But we did also talk about teppanyaki videos, and I talked about the teppanyaki style restaurant. That I was not off topic at all. It was entirely relevant, and that relates to my second bullet item. 
It was entirely relevant. We talked about teppanyaki. You asked me, Merlin, what's your deal with the teppanyaki videos, the mm. steak videos? We talked about it. You, as you so often, not as often as I'd like, delighted me by saying that you liked some of these videos too. And you were having warm reminiscences of your time at a place where you used to go when you were the birthday boy and got to pick the restaurant, you would go to a teppanyaki place in Long Island. In right. Hapajaze. Hapaj. <laughs> it's just hapog. It's really easy to no, say. No, 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 no. Nice try. You just, it's like you're hopping on top of a hog. Oh, it's look, here's, really the, here's the exit for, uh, for wound socket. It's wonsket or whatever. <laughs> Shut up, Rhode Island. You suck. They're all, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so I, I, I talked about that, but I'm like, you know, whatever. There's this place called Gacho of Japan. I couldn't remember if it was an apostrophe. So after the show, I looked it up to say, let me just see if I can find this place. You know, maybe there's some record of it on the internet and I can find out if there's an apostrophe S. And not only did I find the place, there is no apostrophe S, by the way. It's just G-A-S-H-O of Japan. Um, but it still exists and it still is ostensibly modulo COVID open for business. I th also thought that they only had one location, but on their contact page, they also have a location in Central Valley, New York. So it's I'm pretty sure it's not just the one I happened to. And they also, they have several gasho of Japan. Yeah. Uh, That's I don't really know if it's cool. A, Does if that it's make you happy to know it's still around? Now, now here's the exciting thing. They got gasho.com. G-A-S-H-O.com. That's a really good short TLD. I think they misspelled that, like, this is supposed to be a style of architecture, and the Wikipedia page has, like, two S's or whatever, but it's a romanization of the Japanese word anyway. But they got gasho.com. So at gasho.com, this is this place I went to as a kid that somehow inexplicably still exists, and is it exactly the same place and looks exactly the same. And then I went to YouTube, and I just did a YouTube search for, search for Gasho of Japan, and you have these, like, 8- and 10-year-old videos. Um, some of them are from the, of the non-Long Island locations. One of them is titled Gashu of Japan Men's Restroom Full Shoot, which I don't want to click through <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, do I want to know or should I look at it myself to find out what made someone? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't click through on it. But the other ones are like, yep, oh. that's the place. And they're terrible videos, some often shot on very old uh, <laughs> smartphones. Gashu of so... Japan Men's Restroom Full Shoot? Mm -hmm. That's probably six, six years ago. <laughs> six years ago, posted by John Toilet. <laughs> oh, all right. By I'm John. Clicking. His I, name I, is John. I can't read this. I'm clicking. You think that's a family name? Here is the description. This Short restaurant was filmed at Gasho Restaurant in Hopog, New York. The fixtures are one, an American standard cadet toilet <laughs> on a flush uh, flushometer. Oh, two, it's like, he's like an elevator guy. He's one of those guys, yeah. or like a lawn chair guy. Yeah, he, he knows all about the different models of toilets. You know about these, right? You know, there's like, there's like, we used to talk about this on Dubai Friday. Like, there's one guy that just has endless videos of plastic lawn chairs. And, there, and then you know about the elevator people, right? They're the, the, like the guys who are like, hmm, into elevators. Not as a sexy <laughs> thing, but as like a, you know, 10 minutes to Wapner thing. And like, and they, they, they just take endless videos in elevators. And I bet this John Toilet is a toilet man. Yeah. So there you go. Gotcha. <laughs> work on your piping. Still, still there. <laughs> and then the and then the That's one awesome. thing, the one thing about the these these style of restaurants that I forgot to mention that I think bears mentioning is after the meal has been prepared and served out to everybody and everyone's got all the stuff, the other thing you are treated to is the person who made your meal cleaning the grill. Oh yeah, that's satisfying. Which is an important part of it because by this point there's a big dark black brown spot in the middle hot spot of the grill and there's stuff all over and you're like oh when I came in this was a shiny silver surface and now it's yep, just leave, ruined. Leave it it's, better than you found it. It's a shame they're just going to have to burn this place down and get a new restaurant. There's no yep, way they're yep, bringing yep. that thing back and then they take out the towel 
with a little bit of water on it and the big scrubby thing and they put it on and the steam comes up and the scrubbing and the scraping and then by the time they're done the thing mm-hmm. is perfect yeah i think i mentioned this in passing at least last time but i there is so i mentioned last time we, when we talked about our our uh video things and i was saying one of the things i like in oh, i was in the after show where i'd gone back and watched the olive wagyu video again but i was saying that one thing i really like is you know you know i like my food piping hot and I like the way that the chef prepares like half of it and then and serves it to you. And then like while you're eating, and for, for let's also be clear, the portions of these things are microscopic compared to like, you know, especially something like a cheesecake factory. The portions at this place are, are, are like totally normal that these places, you know what I mean? You're not going <laughs> to, the biggest pile you're going to get might be rice or bean sprouts, but you're not going to get like the heart stopper, you know, 49 ounce steak or whatever. But I love the way that the, the guy in that one prepares half of it. And then while you're eating the first half, he finishes the second half. But, um, and this actually kind of relates to the second piece uh, of follow-up, if you'll allow it. Oh, am I, am I interrupting you? No, you got it. Okay, um, second piece of follow-up. Hey, you know, um, uh, we got to, uh, well, I'll just say for myself personally, I got personally contacted by a handful of people who really enjoyed the videos, yay, but also it's kind of funny, kind of like with you, people who enjoyed the videos and and the same kind of weirdo as me who could sit and go like, oh, wow, this is so good. Like <laughs> I could see somebody watching these and going, okay, why would you do that? But they're, they're the same way that I enjoyed it, the expertise, the like, it just, it's beautiful to watch the different styles, but, and of course, to some extent, the like, oh man, I would love to go to a place like this. This looks <laughs> yeah. so fun. Um, so a lot of folks, I had a had a pretty long exchange with Paul last night about the last night or the night before. Um, but we we're talking about like you know, the, there's so many people who have memories of like what you describe, which is like you're a little kid, and like this is in some ways maybe the ultimate up there with ferals, like the ultimate like event dining. So fun. So it's really sweet to hear from people that where like they enjoyed the videos, but it also brought back memories for them. Um, that made me really happy. I think I think we both need to enunciate better, though, because someone uh, contacted us to say they also like confidence porn videos. And that's not what we're saying. We're saying competence as in a person who is very able able to do a skill very well. They are competent. It is competence porn. It is even down to Th- think even of the down movie, to the, the novel you know. and movie, The Martian. That's yeah. basically that's well, whatever. 90 minutes of competence. Porn. He does almost pull himself up at some point. That's not very competent. Okay, well, I think, I think, what's that actor's name? He's not Ethan Hawke, he's Matt, the other Matt one. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He, um, I think he excels at that, because I think, I think one reason the Bourne movies, or the first, you know, I like three of them, um, <laughs> are so good. I mean, I love the first one so much. It's mm-hmm. so, like, right in my wheelhouse for, like, his, his, the way his body moves is mesmerizing to me. And when, mm, is that a spoiler to say? I don't think it's a spoiler to say that, like, he's having trouble remembering who he is. And what's the, that becomes even more puzzling when he starts to realize, no, it isn't that he starts to realize something will happen. And his response to something is completely at odds with who he, like, he doesn't know who he is. And he suddenly discovers he can speak this language or he suddenly knows Kung Fu or in that wonderful scene. I think it's the lady from the German uh, running movie. Is it the Lola Run lady? Mm-hmm, sure and he is. said, look, all I know is I can look out that window. I know there's this many sets of these plates and I know I can run this far you know, uh, at a sprint without losing my breath and like, but how uh, so wonderfully evocative of what it would be like to not know who you are and then slowly get these pieces that show you're like this, like highly trained, very educated killing machine. 
that is another kind of confidence porn. Like, you know, the way he gets out of the bank with the little canvas bag. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. Confidence porn. That's correct. Confidence porn. What would that be? Oh, uh, uh, the, probably Ty, Ty Lambo. you know, for 47 Lamborghinis in his Lamborghini uh, garage. Mm. Uh, maybe like more it's more like a con man like a the confidence man like a maybe, confidence maybe watching man if you're watching the spanish prisoner is that confidence porn i don't know i've never seen that that's david mamet right yeah hmm. steve martin julie andrew says i have confidence in me mm-hmm. she says a lot of things hmm. um and i think oh and so i was just gonna say there, there are several things you were talking about wiping off the thing with the with the cloth and I, I do feel like there are just a small number of things from having watched so many of these, you know, so many, I'm really cooking videos, but especially these teppanyaki videos, there's all these little things that I've picked up that I think have been useful. You know, well, there's one, you know, that's everybody knows is, you know, clean as you go. And so I can say to my wife, I clint as I went, like you clean as you go is, is a really good strategy. So you don't have a big mess at the end. You know, it's like Colette says, you got to work clean. There's that, but, but really, especially with regard to cooking. I've learned stuff like use a little more salt than you think when you're salting it. We, we have debated salt last time. Um, but another one that you, have you seen this one? I don't know how many of these you've watched, but you'll see a thing sometimes. Some of this I picked up from Kenji Lopez Alt and some of this I picked up from Teppanyaki, which is like, you don't need as much. F- We're raised to think that like that big fatty cap or slab, not the technical like ribeye sl- cap, but like, you know, you get that big piece of fat on prime rib and you think, oh boy, that makes it fancy. Well, it's the marbled fat that makes it, you know, delectable. Having a big hunk of fat on the outside, especially when you have a kid who despises even looking at fat, you can trim so much of the fat off even before you cook it, which I now do and my family loves. But the other thing you can do is when you got nubbins, I'm going to call it nubbins. I don't know what the Japanese word is, but when you've done a thing like where you've cut it, like we talked about cutting up the shrimp or cutting up whatever it is, you've got these little pieces that aren't part of the sort of proper filet-ish big piece of protein. And there's so many different things you can do with that. Um, And so I've started doing a thing where like all the little pieces I cut off, the big hunks of fat I throw out. But if there's like a little rim of like ribeye with a little fat, I'll cut that up really small and I'll prepare it differently. And it's really delicious. And I'll do it separately so I can serve them their steak while it's hot. And then I'll, I'll do that. There's all kinds of little things like this. Or like the way that you see they lay down a steak very gently, like starting with the edge and kind, instead of just going plop and dropping it down. You know what I mean? The way mm-hmm. they kind of gently, have you seen, okay, John, have you seen the thing where one of these dudes will use two spatulas, hold two spatulas in one hand, sort of like you got one between these two fingers and the one between these two, and they're sort of slightly like steps and they pour the soy sauce onto the top spatula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I have. I don't do that because I'm, I'm not up to that point yet. I'm still, I'm still basically like a wee below. I, I'm not really ready for that yet, but there's a lot to learn from this. Now, what about, let me ask you this. The Aiden Films guy, have you watched the things where he cooks a steak in the woods on a pan? I have not seen that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he went to the woods. Oh, if you watch uh, Top Four Steaks of... Tw- <laughs> Top, I can't believe I'm saying these words. Top Four Steaks of 2020, one of them is in a pan outside. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch that. I had the video on the screen the last episode, but I didn't actually finish watching it. I'll, I'll check it out. That's okay. You're good. The ones in the restaurants are my favorite. I just, it's, it's the, way, the way that he prods at the protein with his chopsticks is upsetting to me and i don't know exactly why he just makes a little juice come out and it's mm-hmm. i don't it's just weird and also again the fact that it's like there's this uh video series on youtube my kid and i got obsessed with probably three or four years ago which is a guy in japan <laughs> i gotta find this type this so i remember it um guy in japan who has has little like tiny <laughs> like doll kitchens 
but it's kind of functional. It's all slightly out of scale, which is really upsetting. But this guy makes food in like a little tiny doll kitchen. And like, you know, whatever that is, he'll, he'll make like sushi, he'll make whatever, like I tiny, think tiny. I've seen that. It's really cute and super weird. Disturbing. You know how weird it is like when you're, when you're playing with dolls at different scales and it's like, mm. mm, it doesn't feel right. Like the pan's not quite right for the size of his weird little easy bake oven. But then the part that used to drive us both crazy is then he'd serve it on this tiny table with these tiny plates and, and he wouldn't eat it. And then there were no dolls to eat it. It was just so, <laughs> I don't know why it bothered me. It was really amusing to watch, but then you're like, Damn it, why don't you eat the food? It seems so practical and purposeful until you saw all that food going to waste. But the well, good like thing leaving, is it's not a lot of food. off the, the, the last eight seconds of a Pornhub video. It's unseemly. Mm. Um, so anyway, thank you to everybody for the notes on that. Anything else? Oh, 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 should we? Well, you know what? Never mind. Nobody cares. I just want to say thanks to our friends at Relay. Uh, we've won a major award this year. John and I were awarded with the uh, the Upgrady, which is a, a made-up award they have. Uh, for best, I believe it's non-tech podcast. All awards are made up, Marlon. <laughs> Try and tell other people that. No. Ugh. You know, the only award is, is the one you give yourself. That's what I say. Or the phony, the great Australian phony award for mm -hmm, podcasts. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you. That was nice. And I hadn't, haven't reached out to them to say thanks because that seems creepy. But, you know, also, you know, they, they did each like kind of collect their own awards. They've, they've monkeyed with the rules to where now like, you know, Jason's uh, Mac podcast can get an award, which uh, I don't know, man. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard if, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, Academy if you don't give it to yourselves to and your friends, who are you going to give it to? What do you yeah. mean? You give it to, to, you're going to give it to, uh, to, that, to that guy from uh, that, that show that Alex is obsessed with? You're going to give it to that guy? Rojogan? Oh, goodness. I was trying to find which show. Which show is this? He's just asking the question. You know, he's yeah, very, no, he's very curious. We're not, we're not talking about that here. Hmm. Just, they, they just want to understand Joe Rogan. Ha oh, ha. Finally, you're human. Oh, you have no idea what I'm going through at the house right now. You have no, no idea. Well, I am getting, oh my God. I, I never get to reach the comma in a given sentence anymore. I, I'm not allowed to get through the dependent clause before I'm informed of something I've done that's problematic. It's amazing. I'm learning a lot, John. Have you Rogan's tried not person. being problematic? <laughs> you tried not being a mutant? I know. That's a, you should pull that out. You can, that's you, you know. Turn it around. That's, good, that's a good. That's a good movie. I don't love that director as a person, but no. I, that's a very good movie. Mm -hmm. And you know that guy. Here's the crazy thing. You ready for this? Did you recognize that guy in the boys? Sorry, that guy? what we're talking about here is the guy who plays uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Bobby Flame, Bobby Ice, Johnny Ice. He plays uh, Iceman in uh, X Men play? Two. Who does he play in the boys? He plays the the, fire the flame guy. guy. Oh, the flame He's guy. The flame guy in the yeah. boys. Yeah, that's a really good show. I like that show a lot. You know, Carl Urban, he's really good. He's in a lot of things. You know, he's in, he's in uh, I think he's in a Lord of the Rings movie. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. He's, he's very in Carl Urban. You can't he's, see his pretty face, he's in Carl but he's in Urban. dread. He's very Carl Urban-y in everything he's in. He's extremely Carl Urban-y. You know, but what you can say about Wallace Shawn, you know? Mm -hmm. Inconceivable. <laughs> and about the world of peanut. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by ExpressVPN. You can learn more about ExpressVPN right now by going to expressvpn.com slash diffs. You know, in the real world, this is an analogy, but I think it's a good one. In the real world, if you're looking for privacy, what do you do? You close a door, right? But online, we leave doors open everywhere we go. Close the door. What were you raised in a barn? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like never closing doors behind you. And that's just rude. 
your internet service provider knows every single website that you visit, and if they want to, they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, and uh, so your online activity can't be seen by anyone. Shh, stop looking at my activity. ExpressVPN works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN installed, because they kind of do. If it's on the router, you know, you're good to go. Best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing that door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you are protected. And ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. I really think it's a very good idea to have a VPN. Uh, it's, you, you just, you know what you got to do? As long as we're talking about doors, you know what? You know why you latch the screen door? You keep the honest people honest. And uh, ExpressVPN can help you out with that. Super easy to use. Uh, check them out. So if you think your online activity is your own business, you can secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. You go. You go to expressvpn.com, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash diffs. And uh, you know what? You're going to get an extra three months for free. Say it thrice, and it's almost like praying. ExpressVPN.com slash diffs. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. Let's get to our challenge. What? Um, next up, what are we, oh, John, did I agree to do this in the after show last week? Did I agree to this? I didn't, I didn't write it in there. Mm. You wrote it. I did that? Yeah, or, some, or you told me to write it. I have no idea what it's about, so. Uh, well, let's do something else. No, um, it, okay. It's a, you just, just Listen, listen, I've, I've bought a lot of, it's, I'm so tired of talking about this. <sighs> do personal requests work on your home pod? See, I, I saw you talking about this, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you said to your dingus right now, hey, dingus, uh-huh. remind me to call Merlin in one hour. Right. Would it work? If I said it to my Apple dingus? If you said it to your, your HomePod. Um, I think it would. Okay. And the reason I, I, the reason I you, think you it have, would. You don't have an Eero, right? I do have an Eero. Okay. Then it's especially vitally important that you try it because I that's the only thing I'm left with at this point is that there's something about mesh networks that breaks the extensive line of security based protocols that lets that happen because hmm. it broke at two different locations where i use an Eero, and i'm not ruling it out and i'm trying you know i know you don't listen to the back to work program nobody does but like i i accredited you extensively on today's show especially with regard to the xy problem and what a game changer that has been for me so i'm trying not to diagnose the problem that i don't understand it was a very good episode it's short you should listen to it um but like that's, I'm trying not to overdiagnose this, but the person I talked to at Apple was super nice, but it was like, um, you know, I've heard things about HomePod mini in this problem. I've heard things about mesh networks in this problem, but you know, there's not, I don't really have anything I can help you with on this. So we talked about Dr. Who. But that's not a person. The personal request thing is how it identifies if you say it versus if your wife says it or whatever, right? Like, is that yes, the- Yes. And it also, if you set up personal requests, there's a number of things that have to go correctly that have always gone correctly for me. In my case, every time I say, hey, Dingus, remind me to call John in one hour, it says, I'm sorry, Merlin, I'm having trouble connecting. And then I do it mm-hmm. again. It says, I'm still having trouble connecting. Make sure you're on the same network, Wi-Fi network, which I am. And I'm even on the same band. This is boring. But, you know, hey, listen, this is December 29th of our year, year of our Lord, 2020. If anybody knows how to fix this, tell me, please. It's really maddening. I, I've really come to depend on yelling across especially my office 
you know? Because when I'm, when I'm doing my power puttering, like, you know, I do, that's when it occurs to me there's other things upon which I need to putter with power, and I yell into the air, hey, dingus, remind me to order uh, more pine saw in one hour. Isn't your phone you. hanging around in shouting distance at that time, too? It is. It is, because there's something, it's not just a 12 thing, it's an iPhone thing, which is your iPhone has to be on the same wireless network. But why not, let, why not let your phone answer your query instead of bouncing it from the HomePod to the phone or whatever? I, I mean, I, I could and I do. I mean, my, my, my latest thing that it took me years to figure out is that I can be listening to audio while I'm taking a shower and be able to yell for it to like, you know, turn up or turn down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just the thing, the truth is that of all the things, well, I'll just say this. I think a home, I think HomePods for the HomePods sound really good. Big HomePods sound really good and they are sometimes uncannily good even from a distance even in a noisy room hearing you so when i'm at my office especially i've come to really rely on that as a known way for me to get stuff into my inbox that i mean i'm not against using my phone for that but um no it's just it's just frustrating because also at home i use it to i mean like and i said this to my i i gave a lot of tips to the apple lady she didn't know about uh, we're, we're, where I told her about Guardian, uh, we we, t- we talked about lots of things, and um, and I was also saying like you you she's like oh yeah I use my HomePod to control my TV. I'm like do you know how much you can do? Like you can with mine, I can turn my television set on, like which turns on my Apple TV. I you, you did you know John that you can turn make the volume go up and down on your Apple TV? Did you know that? Did you know that there are shortcuts you can install on your phone that will then be picked up by your HomePod? Like, I think it was, it might have been Matthew Casanelli, but there's one where you can say, hey, Dingus, watch live TV. It turns on your Apple TV. It turns on your TV, and it goes to whatever provider. There's all kinds of stuff like that. So I miss not having that, like, you know, in that case, that's, you know, that's not personal per se, but, you know, there's just so much good stuff that they've added recently, and I, I need to figure this out. So you want it, my shame. Mm. Well, yeah, so, but that's, so is this... The top, the line item in the top of here says Merlin's shame. Have you did what you just described? Is that part of your shame, or is that totally unrelated? Totally unrelated shame. All right. Well, let's get to your let's get to your related shame then. Oh, I I bought I bought some wrong things, hmm. and, and some of it I've handled well, and some of it I haven't, and I, I don't feel good about that. What did you buy? Um. Okay, if it were me, and, and, and it's not, if it were me, when you go to the Apple page for a device, at the very top of the page, you know what should be there? The very latest version of something, in my opinion. So like, if you're looking to buy, you want to go get, get, get a new iPod, and you go to the top, it seems to me, I don't know if they sell iPods, whatever it is, phone, for example, let's say you want a phone. Well, like, I would expect that just out of my own experience in the past, the one at the topmost part of the page would be the nicest and most recent phone. And, you know, the thing is, what are these things called? Well, there's the, you know, MX, blah, 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 whatever the like dumb serial numbers are that you have to go look up on, you know, everymac.com or whatever. Um, there are the, you know, sometimes you see it expressed as years. Like I have a, what, 2014 5K, iMac, whatever it is. There's those kinds of names. But usually it's like you got a you got a MacBook. You got a MacBook Air. You got a MacBook Pro. Doesn't it somewhat you're not gonna support me on this, I know it. Doesn't it seem like you would just click on the thing and that would be the latest version? And then you're in a hurry to get it done and you're getting through it. 
Yeah, so I we know got, you're not me. We got some feedback at uh, my tech podcast the other day. Where but you're someone, popular when you list first, yeah. Right. Someone from Germany was telling me that there's a word in German, because of course there is, uh, for the the nicest model of an Apple product, right? Uh, you know, the fanciest, the whatever, the best one. Yeah. And that word was essentially the German word for lower right, because the best product on Apple's website is always in the lower right. And I responded to the email and I said, is the best product really in the lower right of Apple's website? And the person in typical German fashion replied and said, yes, of course, the best product is always in the lower right. But I'm with you. When I go to apple.com slash iPhone, the top center of the page is iPhone 12 Pro with a buy button. Lower right. What the hell is in the lower right? I scroll to the bottom of this page. The lower right is the link that says contact Apple. Right. And then if I scroll up until so they're talking some about stuff. an implied grid where you've got usually it's often no, no, not the classic Steve grid, but like usually it's two across. Like there's a column, a column on the left with this computer, there's a column on the right with this computer and an implied sort of like, OK, you can choose between these two or maybe it could be again, it could be three where it's like, here's a MacBook, here's a MacBook Pro, here's a MacBook Air or whatever. Like, but like, I think the implication almost everywhere you go in this world, maybe this is just how I've been trained by commerce. But like I, I tend to expect that the, and this is on nobody but me, that the one at the top when you click on it is going to be. I mean, I mean, the maybe one. they're talking about if you scroll down on Apple.com/slash/Mac, it shows the MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro 16, and the 16 is it's the rightmost, but there's no lower. I, anyway, I didn't. The, the Germans, maybe the Germans get a different Apple website than me, but low right made no sense to me. And this person said it as if in Germany everyone knows. Oh, it's probably because of localization, because the words are so yeah, long. Can you can you say lower right in German for me? Gewürz, Gewürzen, uh, Reichen, corner, a little bit K. <laughs> mm. I, don't, I don't know German. Anyway, um, so uh, let's I see. Think... Uh, bitte, bitte, ich möchte das das gut Mac. Bitte können Sie mir wagen wo gut Mac. That's literally Let everything I know. The, the, everything the, I can. The remember. actual word is. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't. I can't. Uh, a Gewürztraminer, Feltenschong. No. Pleurisy. Okay. I want to try. Okay. Oh, is it in text? It's the models in the oh, lower people right are texting corner. Me. Yeah. Oh, dear. People are texting me. Okay. Oh, no. oh, there's Grant Schellen. I haven't talked to him in forever. Oh, my God. There's Dan. What's happening? Oh, Dan's doing that thing. Focus. Okay. Um, focus. Back to me. Um, I'm going to say uh, Rex Unten Moda. That's just a guess. I don't, my, I, my, my Espanol pronunciation is good, but my German is no bueno. Rex, right. Rex, Rex Unten Model, the yeah, right bottom model. Unten is like yeah. Unter versus Uber, right? So it's the Rex. I don't know if that's right, but Unten would be under, I think, and I'm guessing model is model. Yeah, and I, I, my reply was right are, bottom, right at, bottom model. Am I guessing? Are, are the expensive models really on the lower right corner of web pages at Apple.com? The response was they are indeed on all Apple web pages. And I'm okay, guessing, and then, no. so you, but it sounds like you did not have that experience when you checked. No, I mean it's like I said, no. go to Apple.com/slash/iPhone. The dead center well, middle top page is the iPhone yeah. 12 Pro. <sighs> anyway, what it sounds what this sounds to me like, speaking of you not getting to the comma, is that you were clicking buttons on Apple.com a little bit too quickly and ended up buying a product that you didn't think you were buying. Curious at all why we had that misunderstanding two episodes ago about needing to update <laughs> the OS on the Mac Mini in order to get it migration yes, assist. Sure. This explains that. Well, you have your you, you have your answer. 
Now, here's here's a here's a good thing to know is that that was that's also the case for MacBook Pros. Well, wait a second. Before we move on to that, you were saying that you oh, bought an God. Intel Mac Mini back accident. Yeah. All right. So that explains why no, you no, got that. No, that's bad that. enough. But having done it twice, mm-hmm. that's it's like it's like Oscar Wilde said. You know, you, losing so one is a tragedy. Losing time? two seems like carelessness. What, exactly. What did you do on the second one? <sighs> Talk about this. But you know, I took the so Mac, in the case MacBook? of the what? Go ahead. Go no, ahead. it's just it's just you know it's just. It's very embarrassing. It's very humiliating. Okay, I'm going to go look right now, and I'm going to make sure that I'm not as crazy as I feel right this second. I'm clicking. I'm going to Apple.com. I'm now going to click on Mac. And when I click on Mac, it says, Welcome to the Future. No, I'm Oh, I, you know, in fairness, they do have the big rat king of models up above. I think what happened was, so so this is this is the worst of all worlds. What probably happened was, so I'm looking at, so they got the thing at the top with the little meaningless black and white silhouettes. And it says MacBook mm-hmm. Air, new, MacBook Pro 13, new, MacBook Pro 16-inch, nothing, et cetera. Um, so the models listed here as new are MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro 13, and Mac Mini. Now, let's see, now this one, that seems fine. I mean, the website changes all the time, so how it looks now it may not have been how it looked when you ordered. <sighs> yeah. And it's just, it's just, you know, I had to go to the mall with a box. Yeah. Like a, I mean, at, least you know, at least they're portable computers. Well, rewinding a bit though, with you upgrading the Mac Mini, that means yeah. that you got this thing and didn't realize it wasn't an M1 based Mac Mini. No, I'm for... I'm, I'm struggling to as quick it was not cheap. And I I I was struggling to like I you know, cuz times a factor and I'm like I want my stuff on here. Stuff stuff stuff. Like that's crazy. And it hadn't even really occurred to me because, you know, if you're not thinking, you're not thinking. You don't, you didn't go to about this Mac and like it looks the same on the outside. Yeah, I always do that. That's the first thing I do. That's the first thing I do when I get the hello in in big black letters. The first thing I do is make sure I load it up. No, Mm -hmm. here's what I've learned, John. What I've learned is you create a new account called whatever. Usually I just call it. You bust the join out. Yep. Well, I mean, and of course I've got all these. (laughs) I also remember the thing where like, what was it? You couldn't delete something on iCloud unless you created a new account on your Mac. It was something really weird with Apple IDs. So, you know, I didn't bring that one over. But, but, but you know, but the first thing I do is like, okay, I'm going to get this rolling, get it rolling, get the migration happening. And understand, alongside this now, I am for the first time in my life, like struggling with, and again, discussed today on, on uh, December 29th, back to work. Alongside is this USB-C. Kind of. Is this Thunderbolt? Yeah. Is this Thunderbolt 3? Like, which thing am I doing? And I was like, okay, fastest transition comes from plugging in a Thunderbolt cable. So I think the first thing I tried, like an idiot, was a USB-C cable. And of course, then it started doing it over Wi-Fi and says, you're, mm-hmm. this will be ready in 11 days. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. So I then I did it over Ethernet. And then finally, I figured out that I needed to, you know, what I'm, so like, I'm so, so I'm over here. You know what it is? Classic misdirection. I'm focusing on this over here, not that over there. And then I got to the end and I went, oh, and I thought, oh, because one of my first thoughts was just for shit, just for fun. One of my first thoughts was just for fun. Oh, I'll go get some iPhone apps, some iOS apps and, and get them on here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I had not paid any attention. I didn't notice the difference in color. And I thought, given what it cost, this has got to be the good one. Now, when things finally did work out and I did get, oh, oh, so then the other one, oh, this is so embarrassing. The other one was, of course, well, I want a, I want a MacBook Pro or like, a, you know, I want, I want a new laptop. 
And if you've been following this, you know that the end game I'm trying to work toward is having a new computer. And you saw, you were there on Slack the moment that it occurred when y'all were talking about new M1s. You were there in the moment I went, huh? Because I, I, you know, I keep coming back to you. I keep coming back to the other guys. Like, do I wait to get an iMac or iMac Pro or et cetera? And there's differing points of view. It's probably going to be a while. Don't buy it unless you absolutely need it. I don't absolutely need it. I've got a six-year-old computer that's fine. Five-year-old computer, whatever. But then I was like, you were there. As the thought dawned on me, hey, it doesn't have to be a desktop. If I get one of these really super cool tricked out M1 laptops, I could totally make that work. I could maybe even use it as just like a laptop, but you know, it'd be nice to eventually have a monitor. That was concomitant with the time Marco realized he hated the Samsung or whatever the monitor that he has is. LG 5K. Oh, that's it, LG 5K. That's a shame. They make a great TV. But so then, so I'm like, okay, interesting. But of course, John, aren't I going to want the 16-inch M1? Because like that way... <laughs> I you want, should listen to some tech podcasts. I have some recommendations. They're so interested. tedious. They're so, you know, for one thing, I wish I could find a show that is just tech where they don't get preachy, you know, where they're like, you know, uh, software justice warriors. <laughs> you need some software justice in your life. So you got a 16 They're fanning a five nanometer watch button. Uh, you Who got cares? A Shut up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the fanning. Well, so, so the good thing is, so you got a 16-inch, just confirming this, right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I want, right. you know, obviously, John, so I want the 16-inch Mac. Right. Now, do you okay. want to tell our audience what's funny about that? Because they, they certainly follow this as closely no, as you do. Everybody knows what you know, Erwin. No one needs to be explained. They, they, well, they don't the guy, make the guy at the Apple store <laughs> said the same thing. He says, no, that one's not out yet. And I said, right. yeah, I get the idea. Would mm -hmm. you please? Basically, I rebought the same Mac that I bought in 2019. I mean, the good thing is you have the you have the longer holiday return window thing. Ask right? me if I realized it immediately or if I had already done Migration Assistant. <laughs> did you do Migration on two Intel Macs before did you I realized mention they were at Intel? the beginning? Did I mention as far back as two weeks ago that this was really humiliating that I that I got this so wrong? Does your family know that you did this? Uh, kind of. I mean, they just think, oh, there's dad just doing his weird computer stuff again. Boxes come, boxes go. And you understand, we are still, we have not gotten to the part of the story where the M1 MacBook Pro 13-inch that I ordered for two-hour delivery on December 6th, we still have not gotten to the part where that is still out for delivery. I mean, you did wait a while before you ordered the correct machine. You did that. I mean, if you if you had ordered... Day one, you would have all the correct. I didn't know I now. needed it. I didn't know I needed it I, until we, I was in Slack, and you guys inspired me. You piece of crap. I mean, but you, but you don't need it. I still recommend against it. But at least you now have the right computers. Well, on order. okay. And so the strategy is: this is like this is important to the things that I do, and if this can become the way that I well, this 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 sounds like an excuse, and maybe it is. Um, cause you know, there's always somebody else who can use the computer or watch or phone or mm -hmm. iPad that you're not using anymore. You know, I'm sending my mom an old iPad cause she could really use it. Like when people say like, like for example, I feel like that guy from path with a day phone and a night phone, but like people are so shocked when I mentioned that I have, that I have two watches that I use and it's like, Oh, two watches. I'm like, yeah. Cause I was going to throw the old one away. Like what, what else would I do except pass it on to somebody else or give me the opportunity to have it as bright as possible all the time and never worry about battery. It's the best. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyhow, I'm being defensive for all kinds of reasons here. But, uh, like, that'll protect me. But um, 
So just for what it's worth, in my, not in my defense, but in my explanation, the notion is like, yeah, I want what Marco's talking about. You know, once again, I curse Marco for what he does to me. You know, you make me see dents, he makes me want hardware. And the way that people have been talking about what the M1 does is exhilarating to me. You know what I mean? It's like, for example, in 1990, like going from an SE with a Jasmine backpack to an SE30 with like a 40 meg hard drive, eight megs of RAM. I mean, it was like everything just worked. It just happened. We're talking here about System 6. Like it was fast as snot. Like it was just, it, that's, I, I, I craved that again. So my idea was like, okay, I could just send this all back and, and sit and suck my thumb and cry. But I was like, no, I still want this laptop. Not least because I need to know what's going to break on it. I need to know how I can handle moving into this insane Thunderbolt world. Oh my God. I, again, I said this on Back to Work today. No one should ever have to kind of learn as many things about Thunderbolt USB-C, Thunderbolt 3 versus 4, different USB types. Nobody should ever have to learn as much in three or four weeks about that as I have had to pick up. Like, oh, you want the, oh, so here, here you want the Thunderbolt. Okay, that's like USB-C, right? Not really, kind of. Like they're the same, but the, 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 the jack is the same, but they're different. Okay, so wait, Thunderbolt, I have Thunderbolt on my iMac. No, you have Thunderbolt 2. That doesn't work with anything. That's basically like, you know, uh, it's basically for display stuff. Oh, okay. So I need Thunderbolt. Yeah, you need Thunderbolt. All right, but Thunderbolt's not USB-C. Okay. Oh, really though, you want Thunderbolt 3. Oh, how do you know it's Thunderbolt 3? Oh, well, first of all, you'll know it's Thunderbolt because it has a, a lightning symbol on it. It has what? The Thunderbolt cable has, it has to have a lightning symbol on it, but wouldn't they put a lightning symbol on the lightning cable? I don't know, but you want the one to know it's Thunderbolt, it has to have, you know, the lightning on it. And then how will I know if it's Thunderbolt 3? Oh, it has a 3 on it. Because if you, so Marco and I have this same CalDigit hub. He does not like his, I like mine. And for me to plug a USB-C into that, I mean, it might as well be like sticking a spoon in your gas tank. It's just, so I've had to learn all this junk. And USB-C, try, try and find a Thunderbolt 3 that's like long. It's hard. And the ones you get are long, they're, they're real ropey and, and too thick and they're, they're not fun. So I've had to learn all that stuff. But the idea is, can I move into this insane new, just when I feel like I'm beginning to catch up with USB-C on everything but my phone and my iMac, along comes Thunderbolt. And I'm like, can I get with this? Because if I get with this, that means I could get a Scarlet Focusrite or similar, which is kind of where this all started. A Scarlet Focusrite? It's like the USB pre. It's, a, it's not a DAW. Don't call oh. it a DAW. But it's a, right. it's a dingus for audio. And and uh, and, and it, comes with, it, comes with so, it comes with software. It comes, it's the, this is the thing Shahid was talking about. It's got the 32 floating bit thing. And if you, if you, if you use Thunderbolt, and, 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 it, um, it, um, it comes with this big rack of software effects that are really cool. And it's got lots of headroom what they say yeah i don't think i don't think following along with marco as your hardware role model is perhaps the best plan even in the best of cases when you actually order the right stuff yeah there's a phrase when i did first move to tallahassee i was my, my boss and my other boss and, and i would go out to dinner sometimes and they would call it the empty your wallet competition and i was like oh, i don't know if i love that and sometimes it's like well i'll just try th three different iMacs and a case for each that i can put on wheels and <laughs> Let's go to my beach house. I should probably start with first principles of like beach house, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just inst I installed a ubiquity. I installed a separate ubiquity and this parasol. Yeah.
Maybe uh, just double check your orders before you hit. Oh the, my God, John, it's so bad. But you know what? So what? What's your M1 world right now? Do you have anything M1? We uh, have an M1 MacBook Air, MacBook Air rather. Because oh, this is the one you finally got for the kids, right? Because yeah, it's the second homework computer, right? Well, not homework now; it's just schoolwork computer. But yeah, because we just had one laptop for the kids to use for homework, and then once they all became remote schooled, then they were fighting over the laptop, and now we have one laptop for each kid. There's a lot of stuff about. I mean, so like, we've passed this prologue. So I got my cheese grater was in use until probably 2015. And as you know, I was, it was so old and wouldn't run updated software and uh, it sucked. So that's why I got this uh, Retina iMac, which I, I don't know, I could probably be talked out of the SE30 being the greatest Mac I've ever used. I could probably be talked out of that. But in my head anyway, that really continues to hold a very special place in my computing experience. It's the first time I like really used a computer and not just the like the awesomeness of a fat Mac, but the like power of a Mac, like the ones in our labs that had a hard drive versus, you know, and it was just so powerful. And when I got this iMac, it was just, it's still so good. I love it so much. It's just the port situation, you know, there's, there's not a lot of functional and canny ways for this to be compliant with the future, which is fine for now, but it won't be forever. So it's, but it's, so what am I saying? What I'm saying is that when I have to do quote unquote real work, it's like, it, it is natural to me that I will do that on my desktop Mac. Sometimes even like, for example, <laughs> I finally, after years and years of procrastinating, uh, downloaded a bunch of my old stuff that just for no particular reason I wanted to have, including uh, a video podcast I used to do called The Merlin Show. And so I was able to download all of those I use Synology, you know, download manager, got all of those. And then because they were in like kind of an old wackadoo format, they might've just been MP4s, some were MOVs, but I wanted to run it through iFlix and, you know, add some metadata and, you know, just clean it up, put it in the folder, get it in the right, you know, folders. And I, I did that last night with screens from home because that's still how my brain works is that's where I would do it. Now I could do that on the M1 in my lap there what I'm trying to say is that I'm still adjusting to so many changes about the future. I guess maybe everybody is, but I'm, I'm adjusting to the fact that, for example, right now, when I have to do anything transcody, when I've got to do anything, um, you know, all the, all the kinds of things where you say, oh, I'll do that when I get to the good computer at the office. It is pretty weird in the handful of things that I've tried that that little tiny laptop, the keyboard is basically the whole bottom part. <laughs> that little laptop does it at least as fast and in a lot of cases faster. It's really weird. Like using uh, Affinity Designer, it's kind of, I got to put my glasses on because everything's real small. Man, that computer's powerful. That's the fastest Mac that you own now by a long shot. It's the fastest Mac you've ever owned. Isn't that insane? Yeah, I, I ran some, um, <laughs> yeah, when I got all these, like after I finally got everything up, one of my, my step 0.1 was run Geekbench on everything. I was like, huh. <laughs> I thought, I thought this would be faster. <laughs> yeah, here your step, step 0.1 should be Apple menu top item. Oh, God, you make it sound so simple. I mean, it is the default location of your cursor when the thing Don't you ever boots, make interesting mistakes? I'm going to tell you, buying the wrong computer, buying one wrong computer is an interesting mistake. Like you said with the Oscar Wilde quote, quote yeah. buying two yeah. and, and getting both, both of them getting like at least into migration assistant, that's... So that's quite a take, level take of... everything you know about me that you're comfortable thinking about right now. Take all of those things that you know about me as much as you're comfortable. Ask yourself how I felt 
when I realized the second computer was the wrong computer too. I mean, I would be, I would hope that the, it was the crushing, second, John. The, it was crushing. I would, I would hope that by the second computer, you'd be laughing, literally laughing out loud. Well, like, I mean, it is, it's funny in a way. Point. I mean, I'm not, I'm it's not like fun. sad about it, but no, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, first of all, I was frustrated because it did take a lot of time. When you do migration <laughs> system, yeah. and listen, yeah. anybody out there, just for what it's worth, if you can run Thunderbolt 3 Plus, if you can run that between the two Macs, you're not even going to believe the difference. Do not do this over Wi-Fi if you could possibly avoid it. But when I finally got Thunderbolt working between the two computers, it was mind-blowing. It took like maybe three hours like for like half a gig. It was crazy how fast it went. Um, but no, here's the thing. is like, yeah, I was oh, well, obviously, I mean, probably the third part is I was bummed because like I was really looking forward to this and it had been kind of a hassle. Yeah, now, now you got to wait for the real stuff right now. Well, but it was also just that, you know, it's a very uh, kind of, I don't know, a sort of Dukkha Buddhist kind of thing where I was like, got to get these things set up. Urgh, got to start over. Urgh, how long is it going to be? Yeah, I'm going to kind of do other things while this is translating or uh, migrating. I come back. I'm like, it's taking so long and it's finally up. And then there's that dawning realization. It's like that feeling of going, oh, for a minute, like I, I remember, I've been wondering where my wallet is, but it's probably here somewhere. And then suddenly you flash on. Like I very specifically remember setting it on the counter at the car wash. You know that kind of feeling where you're like, oh, 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 and it's like, oh, I gotta, I, and that's what it is. The true, this is the truly the dukkha in the dukkha, hmm. which sounds like a square dance. But the suffering in the suffering is my frustration with myself that I'd done it a second time. It's not even, I mean, like whatever. I, John, my entire career at this point involves subjugating my own ego to to help my hosts, my co-hosts. And friends, I do everything I can to subjugate my ego. I'm a caregiver. I'm, I'm codependent. I codepend, you know? So that's fine. Whatever. I don't need dignity. I'm over dignity. And I don't have dignity or sexual appeal. Like, why would I waste cycles on that? It's more that, oh, man, I should have known better. And that was that's a rookie mistake that I made twice. And, you know, if somebody else did it, I'd be very forgiving. But the fact that I did it was like, oh, geez. You know, again, Oscar Wilde. You really had, you really had uh, tunnel vision for a while there. Go, go, you go. You don't? I don't, I, don't I mean, like, okay, I get, I get, get you're, doing, you're doing the bit, but like, don't you think about when you're really, you're running behind, you promised your relatives, in before times, you promised your relatives you'd be at Thanksgiving to help out by one o'clock. Something happened. Another thing happened. More things happened. Your fault or otherwise, it gets to be 3.15, you're frantically texting and calling to apologize. Like, how much are you focused? If somebody asks you how many Stucky signs did you pass, you wouldn't be able to do it because you're mad, you're frustrated. And if, if you tell me right here that you're not mad, in that case, I will be very frustrated. You would be super mad with yourself or the family or whomever. You, you talk about tunnel vision. Like, when you realize you're, imagine what it's like to be a gambler. Maybe this is what John Gruber's like. The life is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like, I mean, I don't know what your exact situation was, but it's exciting to get a new computer and set it up. I don't buy that many new computers, and this also represented the future. And for the first time in a really long time, I was going to have, it's not just that it's the new newness, but it's like, this is exciting. Like, then there was at one point, and luckily I did change this and go all in on Synology everywhere. Initially, Mac Mini was going to be my media solution. So in some ways, it was really fortuitous that it went the way that it went because I'm very happy with what I ended up doing. And really, I mean, you know, it was one thing to have a, like back in the day, I had XPMC or similar running on one of those old 
you know, Mac minis that look like a dinner plate. And it was cool. It was cool. And you could use the, what's called front row, you know, you could kind of get by with it, but it's still, you know, as you like to say, a little bit like using swing. It's not really the same as using like a real device, even a PlayStation. You know what I mean? And so, but the truth is like Synology makes that all so easy. We talked about this in the after show last week. Uh, go, go to relay.fm to hear all the shows. Um, it's just so much easier to just have an, a package and install it and, and do the thing. Um, but no, it was, it was really embarrassing. And I, I, I mean, I, I would probably be lying to say I'm not, I'd be lying to say that I'm not uh, a little bit humiliated that I made that error twice, but it's not even the humiliation that bothers me. It's the like stupidity that bothers me. I mean, it's a, it's a fairly harmless error in that you can just return them and, you know, like it's no, no big deal. It only the only big deal is now you have to wait longer for your, for your fun thing. It's right? out for delivery. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's a bummer. And you did waste a lot of your own time doing a bunch of work on yeah. things that you were doing the wrong work on. It's, I mean, I think the only reason I haven't done something like this is that I'm so paranoid about doing something like this. Well, and, like, and so it's so off brand for me. I, it's incredible. John, so I'm not going to say too much here, but like, oh God, I don't even know how to say this. Let's just say that there are people in my family who shop differently than I do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I am a very front loaded, normally in normal conditions, oddly enough, in most cases, like I, I'm on review meta for everything I buy on Amazon or, you know, or, or similar. Like I'm, I'm looking at all the options. I'm looking at what the delivery time is with the return policy. All of these things, like I am so front loaded on every purchase. Like it could be a pot for a plant. And I want to think about like how it fits into all the other pieces. Is there an opportunity to do something good here? You know, do I want to say wire cutter says buy the second cheapest one? No, no, don't buy the second cheapest one. Like the research that's gone into years of me figuring out the TV that I bought not too long ago, this pin, amazing. So much of that. So it's ironic in some ways. Okay, so, and there's another person who I'm very close with that's not like that, who, you know, is not much of a shopper and really it's a, it's a female person who tends to shop very much like a typical man, which is like not even stop moving while you grab the thing. Beep, got this. And then you get home and you realize, oh, you know, it's the classic, like, I wanted to get, you know, a pack of number four coffee filters and I got two boxes of number two coffee filters. <laughs> So I'm usually the one who's like, oh, get the good screwdriver. Trust me. Like, oh, do your research. Talk to your friends. All of those things. That's ironic. It's double ironic that given how much I'm usually the person who's researching to the nth degree, that I would be the bonehead that buys a like two-year-old computer. Well, it's good that your family either is too nice to throw this back in your face or doesn't understand the depth of what you did. I got a lot of points from the TV, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised they let you say on that because you had a pretty nice TV before and you replaced it with a slightly nicer TV. You know what TV. happened? You know what happened? Oh, we, we, that's right. You had the green, you had the green tint or something. No, well, well, the Simpsons do, were, did, everything mm-hmm. yellow looked green. I, I can't right, explain this. Bad. I know I sound nuts. That's, that's not good. But if you look at this, and what's weird is when the Simpsons was on, um, doing, back then it was probably on Hulu, but no, when, they, when it moved to Disney, you want Disney? Is that right? Mm-hmm. No, wait. Disney Plus. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's huh. on Disney Plus now. Oh God, I watched a bunch of uh, season four and five this weekend. Oh my God, um, especially in the middle of the screen. I don't know why they look especially green, like not great kazoo green, but not that far off. But you know what it was, dude? Breaking news: MSNBC burned into the lower third. And I said, now that this is over, I do want this TV, and I'm going to run Pixel Refresher twice a week at least. And it has a new thing called. Um, 
I forget what it's called, but they, you can say, okay, when there's a bug on screen or a, whatever you call it, you could have high or low amounts of us trying to account for that. I don't know how well that's going to work, but I'm going to baby this thing. And, and I said to myself, we're going to celebrate what's coming now. I don't know what the future is going to be like. I, but first of all, I don't need a reason to get this TV because I've wanted it for a really long time. But we're going to celebrate leaving the years because it's just about aligns with 2016 to now that we've had this thing. We're going to celebrate that we are leaving the years in which we lived in a world where MSNBC and breaking news were burned into the screen of our TV. It's not that I'll forget that. It's not that I'll forget A, that that happened, or B, that I responded poorly by leaning into my worst impulses by watching cable TV news. But it's that, like, that's part of my, my, my reason is I want it. And my, uh, my cover story is we're moving into a new year and we want to get rid of what's been burned into us. Yeah, I'm going to suggest to you that you stop watching those channels. Is that right? My shrink said the same thing. He was very emphatic about it. Because a lot Pixel of them are also, also run by a lot of, you know, like industries. He's a conspiracy theorist, which makes it fun. Pixel refreshers and logo dimming help, but they're yeah, not going to stop what is going to happen. If your viewing habits remain the same, you will eventually get that stuff there again. I know. Uh, John, it's medieval. You know, like in medieval times, not not the re- restaurant, the event dining, but like they would believe like, oh, you know, you have this because you sinned. Like you have this, this skin disorder or you're That's, like this. <laughs> there is a more direct connection between what's on your screen and the image that gets Listen. burned into your screen. Listen, John Keats says that a thing of beauty is a joy forever, okay? Well, it's called Ode on a Grecian Urn, and what I'm here to say is that this is, my sin is burned into that screen. It's nobody's fault but mine that that Mm -hmm. happened. So now you got a new screen, new sin. Boy, it's big. You know, know, the fun part, though, is that I had to get the bass on. So it comes with, do you have an LG? I forget. Casey does, right? Somebody no. does. Marco does. Anyway, Marco does. so Marco it's, does. It's, the directions are really not super great. First of all, this thing's huge. You got to get it on the base. So I'm not going to be able, I'm doing this on my own. Like in the afternoon, I don't want to bother anybody. Mm-hmm. It's a large TV. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and your arms are short. It's taller than my daughter diagonally. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I got to get this on. My arms are short. I'm like, I'm like a T-Rex. But like in the room, the tiny rooms of our house, even just getting this thing in the room was, was, was a real trick. Getting it out of the box and then, then you got to get the base on. And the base has to be, it's got to be lined up this certain way in the back. There's four screws. You got to do this. Every time it does something wrong, you got to like put it on a bed, they say. Oh yeah, I'll just, I'll just pick this up and go put it on a bed. It's very heavy. And then, uh, so at one point I was just about done. And you know me, I'm a dog with a bone. I'm like, I just want to be done with this. I want to go back to what else I was doing. I want to be done with making TV be together. And I finally got it up on the thing. I, I cleaned off the screen with a little bit of whoosh and turned it on. Or I was about to turn it on. And guess what? And it turns out it was the PA, PAL version of the television. Yes, I accidentally got, I got, <laughs> it's English with a U in it. I, um, there's a ding on the screen. Like in like at the, like, so if you imagine a three by, like, you know, on your, when you take a photograph and you get the grid, like two lines this way, two lines that way. Imagine mm-hmm. like Hollywood squares. Imagine as we look at Paul Lind, the corner to our top left for the Paul Lind square, mm-hmm. gash, quarter of an inch, third of an inch, gash on the square. Where in that square? Center of that square? No. So so we're looking at Paul Lind. Yep. Is it who's up at the top left? Joanne Worley. Like between him and Joanne Laurie at the at the nexus of the vertical. Mm. Uh huh. Ding. Third of an inch, and I I I stopped for just a minute. and I went. No, you're right. I'm learning a lot. No, you know what? As I'm telling you these stories, I'm learning a lot about myself. We'll save it for another episode. I think I have a lot to learn. 
giant gash. And now I had that moment. This is like my wallet is at the car wash moment. And I go, this can go two very different ways right now. I'll, LG's a cool company. I'll bet there's a protecty film on here. I doubt that it saved this because basically I think it, it hit the edge of the coffee table when I had it turned forward to put the base on. And I, I just had a little moment and I said, you know, if this is screwed up, that'll be fine. I'll, I'll figure out what to do. But it would be great if it had a protective film guy on it. I started picking at the corner. Nothing happened. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my, I'm picking, picking, picking. Nothing is happening. Picky, picky, picky. And I don't see any bubbles or anything. The back is very bubbly. But nothing's happened on the front. I'm like, well, this is my nice new TV to celebrate the ending of a recent dark age. Pick it, pick it, pick it. Nothing happened. Finally, bloop. <gasps> totally fine. Totally fine. Now, now put yourself say, in that what, position. Doesn't that feel good? I know that's not you. That's me. But doesn't that feel good? But what is the what was what is a big gash? Because like I was going to ask the question. How can you get a gash in the screen because it's glass but you, what yeah, you yeah, had yeah. But was I mean, a like, tear it, given that i did know there was a sticky thing on it it right. expressed as gashy where it was like a little bit gathered you mm. know what i mean like imagine you skidded on like a like a slip and I don't, I don't have an example of this but i should have taken a photo for you but suffice to say it's a great tv and i'm very relieved that uh, i didn't have a third major technical failure yeah and especially with something like that i feel like you would notice if you accidentally wanged it against something hard enough to cause damage to the screen i gotta find out how much this thing weighs it's nothing compared to my freaking plasma tv i'll tell you that you're saying all oh, these old you're such so a heavy. size those queen things, those things are so light compared to the my giant hundred and something pound tv that i had to lift up onto this thing by itself i know i'm so glad i learned about artings uh i think i think from marco probably from you or jason originally but learning about uh, artings that's a really Really good site. I wonder if a lot of people know about it because boy, is it ever handy. And this was the one I got was their pick. There was like, this is the best TV. And I was like, oh, it's not that expensive considering it's pretty much the best TV. Yeah, it's, it's come down in price a lot. Yep. Um, and let me see if I can find what it weighs in pounds. It probably is LBS. I'm going to say 78 pounds. Packing weight, 91.5 pounds. No, now, the my cat weight. litter, well, excuse me, the kid, my cat's litter. She does that. Her litter comes in a bag. And it weighs 40 pounds. And it is a serious, not a serious struggle, but I am not a strong man, John. And I'm aging. And I think my bones are getting <laughs> how that bends. And like picking up 40 pounds sucks. Like I'm not going to do that a lot and for very long. I hear you tell you, sister, 91.5 pounds. TV with stand, 71.9 pounds. That's pretty without, close. Without stand, stand 52. So the stand alone is a third, uh, it was 18. Pounds? 18 pounds. Is that right? 71 minus 52? No, something like that. Anyway, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's unwieldy is what it is. It's, it's, it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, a, seriously, it's like Laurel and Hardy trying to get the board through the doorway. You're just donking your buddy on the head. It really helps to have a second person. We have to move my daughter's bed, and I've been looking at getting those straps, the picky-eppy straps you like. Mm-hmm. Lifting straps. I might need to get some advice. I don't have the, I don't have the yellow-handled uh, dolly man, but I, I might get the lifting straps. And also get lifting gloves too. Lifting gloves. Do those yeah, like have gloves with rubbery grippy stuff on them? Rubbery grippy. Okay. Anyway. That's what you need. Let's check back in next time. Mm-hmm.